Well, hello there, friends. This is Nurse Mo, and welcome back to the Straight A Nursing Podcast. I'm super excited to have you here with me today as we talk about some things to review before nursing school starts. So before we dive into that... You guys know I love doing a shout out because I appreciate so much those of you who take your time to submit your feedback. I know how busy you are, and I read every single review, every single email, and it really is what keeps me powering through. There are so many days when I'm stressed or feeling overwhelmed, and I'll get a message or I'll see a testimonial, and I just go, oh, That's why I do all this. So I just love you guys, and I love taking a moment for these listener shout-outs. So this shout-out goes to Kate, who is referencing Crucial Concepts Boot Camp and says, This boot camp is amazing. I've felt ahead in certain things we have learned in my first quarter of nursing school, and I have been able to help out my classmates to understand things better. Kate, that is awesome. Doesn't that feel great to kind of be that go-to person for your classmates when they have a question, especially when, you know, you've already started and you're so far ahead and you're sharing your knowledge with them. I love that you're being so giving and gracious from that standpoint. It's a beautiful thing. So Kate, thank you so, so much for taking the time. I know your schedule is busy and it means the world to me. So Kate is talking about Boot Camp, you guys, which is on sale right now with our biggest discount ever. So if you want more info on that, check the show notes. I'll include the link and I'll talk about it a little bit more at the end of the episode. But I want to dive into what you should review before nursing school starts. So do you have a pen? You have some paper? You can jot down some notes for some things to review. Before I do that, can I just say congratulations to everyone who's starting school soon? I will never forget when I got my acceptance email, I think I was heading into my statistics final or very close to it. It was very much towards the end of the semester. I was wrapping up my prereqs and I went to the library and I got that email and it was just so much of a weight was lifted off my shoulders. So to those of you that are starting, enjoy that moment where you don't have the weight of applying on your shoulders. I know you're really excited and you want to do a lot of work before school starts to get ready. But promise me you'll take a few days to just enjoy this kind of honeymoon period, okay? All right, but we are going to be doing some review. This is all stuff you've already learned. You're not learning anything fresh. You're going back and you're looking at your anatomy and physiology notes to review the key things that will come into play all the time in nursing school, okay? So one of the biggies foundation concept to review is fluids, fluid compartments, fluid shifts, pressure gradients, osmosis, passive transport, active transport, oncotic pressure, all of that stuff. You guys go back and review it. This will come into play all the time. Patients who are sick often will have fluid volume deficits, fluid volume overload. They'll have fluid in the wrong places. 
called third spacing. They'll have low sodium and you're giving, um, you know, hypertonic solutions. You need to understand tonicity and that kind of comes into play with this as well. So definitely go back, review fluids, fluid compartments, pressure gradients, that active transport, passive transport, all of that stuff, filtration, diffusion, osmosis, et cetera. Get a handle on that. That will come into play in a huge, huge way. So that when you're learning things in nursing school that rely on you knowing this foundation concept, you don't have to memorize it. You just already kind of know it because you understand this core foundation concept. Does that make sense? Okay, so write those down on your list. And next, the renal system. I want you to go back and review your renal system physiology, okay? And a little bit of the anatomy as well, because you've got the um, adrenal glands there, you've got the adrenal medulla, the adrenal cortex, you've got the kidney and the nephrons and all of that. So do a quick review of the anatomy, the ureters, all of those things, and do a review of the renal physiology. So the kidneys play such an important role. Even when your patient's not in renal failure, the kidneys still play a role in a lot of things, such as, oh, I don't know, fluid balance, electrolyte balance, acid base balance. So a lot of balancing going on with the renal system. So Don't forget to review the tubules and the role that they play as well with things like electrolytes because when we're giving the patient diuretics, that's going to come into play as well. And when you understand it, then you don't have to memorize so much stuff in nursing school because you understand and have a firm grasp of this core foundation concept. Okay, the next biggie everybody, is electrolytes. So write this one down and underline it twice, okay? So electrolytes are a huge deal in the acute care setting. And we really try hard and spend a lot of energy and time working to keep them in perfect balance, especially with your critically ill patients with, yes, as a nursing student, you will be helping to take care of critically ill patients. Probably not first semester, but as you progress, you absolutely will. So the big ones you need to know are sodium, potassium, magnesium, and calcium. Those would be the ones that we follow the most. So make sure you understand what these electrolytes do in the body, what their role is, okay? Don't worry so much about memorizing the lab values, and here's why. They are going to be different depending on what reference you are using. So, for example, when I was in nursing school, The clinical instructor or med surge instructor, I don't remember who it was, potassium level was 3.5 to 5.5, okay? That was the normal according to whatever reference that teacher was using. The facility where I work 
a normal potassium is 3.5 to 5, but we optimize it to 4.0. I mean, that's like if it's low, we don't try to get it up to 5. We try to get it to 4, okay? And then the doctor that I go to personally, the range is 3.5 to 5.3. So as you can see, there's variability. Now, if you want to look at lab values so that you feel like you are at least getting a little bit ahead on that, okay, fine. I'm not going to talk you out of it. But I want you to just have an eye toward the general range, okay? Don't get so caught up if it's 5.3 or 5.5 or 5.2 or whatever. But no, in that general 3.5 to 5-ish range is your potassium, right? So the other thing I would say is when you're taking an exam or something like that and they're giving you a lab value, it's going to be so off base that it's super obvious. As long as you know the general range, the given abnormal is going to be so wildly off, like a potassium of 2.6 will be on the exam or a potassium of 6.4, okay? So it's not going to be like a question where they say, your patient's potassium is 3.4. What are you going to do about it? Because you might be thinking, oh gosh, that's right on the border. Is that right on the border? What reference range are they using? It'll be more like your patient's potassium is 2.6. What are you going to do? And there'll be very specific things that you will be doing and watching for. And if you understand the role that potassium and these other electrolytes play in the body, you will be far ahead, okay? And yes, I do cover an electrolytes review in boot camp, as well as a whole lesson on fluids and pressure gradients and all of that as well. The next thing I want you to do is dust off your calculator and review dimensional analysis. And with that, I want you to review your metric conversions. So you probably learned dimensional analysis in chemistry, but I have recently learned that not every nursing program requires chemistry as a prerequisite. So I apologize for making an assumption that you guys had all been introduced to dimensional analysis in the past. I did not realize that. So if you are saying, what now? What's dimensional analysis? It's okay. It's going to be okay, I promise. I'm going to link to a blog post on my website that introduces you to the concept of dimensional analysis, okay? So don't worry. Take a look at that, and then you want to be looking at metric conversions such as, you know, grams to milligrams, grams to kilograms, centimeters to meters, liters to milliliters, etc. Okay, so doing those metric conversions. So dimensional analysis is the way I teach dosage calculations because it's one method for every kind of question. You don't have to look at the question and decipher, oh, it's that type of question, so I need to use this formula. No, there's none of that. It's the same thing with every single question, which is why I love it. And it's as long as you think through the concept behind the question, you use your critical thinking skills, you cannot get it wrong when you're using dimensional analysis. And as long as you're being careful with your you know, plugging in the right numbers, plugging in the right units, the right, um, you know, 
I've, I've had students plug in pounds when the question clearly stated it in kilograms, you know, even things like that, making sure that you plug everything in correctly, following the steps, you basically cannot get the questions wrong. It's foolproof, which is why I love it. So dimensional analysis is how I teach it. So again, I will link to an introduction to dimensional analysis in the episode notes, okay? But if you want to take a huge deep dive into dimensional analysis and dosage calculations and learn how to do them step by step by step, then you're going to love module four and crucial concepts boot camp, you guys. Okay. Now I want you to review cardiac physiology. So Reviewing that physiology is going to help you understand so many disorders related to the heart and fluid balance in your patients. So go back through, make sure you understand the pathway that blood takes through the heart. You know, it goes through this vessel to get to this atrium, goes through this valve to get to the ventricle, etc. Know that pathway really well. And when you understand the pathway of blood flow through the heart really well, then I could ask you all all kinds of questions about heart failure. And you would probably be able to reason them out because you know that blood flow pathway. So again, you're learning one thing really well, right? So that you don't have to memorize a bunch of facts for nursing school, you can reason things out because you know that basic underlying physiology, okay? So, and then valve disorders, as long as you know your valves and where they go and where they've been, where the blood has been before it gets to the valve or where it's going after the valve, depending on what kind of valve disorder it is, then you can answer all kinds of valve disorder questions as well. So, That is my secret super awesome shortcut for nursing school is knowing what to memorize so that it sets you up to be able to conceptualize bigger things. So memorize this one little thing, but now you don't have to memorize 500 big things. You've memorized one little thing, and now you can think through 500 other things. It's beautiful, okay? So anyway, cardiac physiology. Okay. And I also, with that, want you to understand and review all those factors that go into blood pressure. And yes, this is in boot camp as well, but looking at stroke volume, heart rate, you know, cardiac output, all of those things that affect your blood pressure. Okay. And then respiratory physiology and gas exchange. So just go back through. I want you to look at that. I want you to understand. Gas, dis- gas diffusion, okay, and that gas exchange, and then with an eye toward acid-base balance, which would be the final concept I really, really want you to hone in on as a underlying foundation concept. And yes, it's in boot camp as well, you guys. So looking at how the body maintains that happy pH of 7.35 to 7.45. This will come into play a lot as you learn about metabolic acidosis, metabolic alkalosis, respiratory acidosis, and respiratory 
alkalosis and how the patient presents in one kind of acid-based disorder, how the body tries to compensate, things that the medical team will do to assist or support the patient during that time. So beyond that, there are just a few more things that if you have time, they can really help you a lot with pharmacology. And I know students tend to find pharmacology a bit of an intimidating class, and it can be difficult. But with some foundation knowledge, you will go into it having the right mindset, having the right framework, that right foundation. So the three things that you can review to help you prepare for pharmacology are the autonomic nervous system, the RAS pathway, and the endocrine system. So when you're looking at the autonomic nervous system, you're looking at, you know, the sympathetic nervous system, the parasympathetic nervous system, what those systems do. And then I want you to review beta receptors, alpha receptors, and the basic neurotransmitters, the common neurotransmitters like acetylcholine, dopamine, those would be two of the big ones, right? So uh, norepinephrine is another one. Epinephrine, understand what those do in the body. So autonomic nervous system, very key to understanding a lot of pharmacology because a lot of medications are going to affect the autonomic nervous system. And then the other one I mentioned, the RAS pathway, that's the renin angiotensin aldosterone pathway. And again, medications that interact with this pathway are going to be so much easier for you to understand if you have this core foundation knowledge. Again, you won't have to memorize what these drugs do. You'll already understand what they do because you know RAS, okay? And then that final one was endocrine. Go back, take a look at your endocrine notes, familiarize yourself with feedback loops, mainly negative feedback loops and how they work. A perfect example with a negative feedback loop is that thyroid hormone, that thyroid stimulating hormone. So take a look at how that feedback loop works. Get a little bit re-familiarized with the hormones of, say, the adrenals, and I would say the pituitary would be the most common ones that you're going to see. So there you have it, your quick overview of things to review before nursing school starts. It's also a great list of things to review in between semesters because these foundation concepts will come into play all the time. So I hope you wrote it down in a list. If not, I will link to some um, the blog post that goes with this episode so that you have it all right in front of you. I will also link to Boot Camp, which is on sale right now, you guys. Our biggest discount ever. It's 20% off. And... We've got some awesome bonuses, so you get a free electrolytes study guide. Oh, did I mention that you should review electrolytes? I did. So a free electrolytes study guide and 
a free two-week trial of Beyond Boot Camp. And Beyond Boot Camp is where we dive into actual disease conditions. So it's a really great companion to your med surge course. You get a free two-week sneak peek of that. And then the other thing is that if you use the social share option when you check out, you get some information on how you could get a free med surge study guide. And the study guide is like 90-some pages, you guys. It's basically all the key info that you need for your med surge course. So those are the bonuses and it's super exciting. So I want you to get in on that. So the promo code is future nurse, all one word. And again, I'll put the link in the show notes. This sale is going through August 15th. So depending on when you're listening to this, um, August 15th, 2021. Okay, you guys. So I hope to see you in boot camp. Of course, if you have questions, shoot me an email at hello at straightanursingstudent.com, okay? I want you to feel like Kate did when she went into her first semester feeling ahead, like she already knew so much and was able to act as a go-to person for her colleagues. That's such an awesome feeling. Okay, so what are we talking about next week, you guys? We are going on to some pharmacology, talking about a medication I give all the time to my post-surgical patients, and that is on Dancitron. So I will see you back here next week while we talk some pharmacology. See you then. This podcast is brought to you by Straight A Nursing.